You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week on the podcast, we're concluding our Jesus Engaged uh, series, looking at um, miracles and how Jesus engaged miracles. And there are several stories and uh, understandings on how uh, Jesus approached uh, miracles. Um, and so as we were fumbling around the Bible, uh, we found one uh, in the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 7, verses 11 through 17. So, uh, Zach, as you um, think about the scripture and as you um, do what you do, uh, do what you do. <laughs> fumbling. The one thing we actually planned for and you frame it as fumbling. <laughs> it was Sorry. fumbling. We were fumbling for one thing and found Sorry. this and I wrote it on my white thing and it stayed there for now four weeks. And so we now don't. it's coming off. We don't often plan ahead, but today we did, but we're fumbling around. It's great. Uh, <laughs> this makes me laugh. So yeah, we're, we're reading out of Luke chapter 7, uh, verses 11 through 17. And um, yeah, like Matt said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of places where we, uh, where Jesus performed miracles of all kinds, but this one um, had some, has some interesting significance to it. I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, soon afterwards, he went to a town called uh, Nain and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was with his mother's only, he was his mother's only son, and she was a widow. And with her was a large crowd from the town. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the buyer, and the bearers stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and then, and they glorified God, saying, a great prophet has risen among us, and God has looked favorably, favorably on his people. This word about him spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. Matt, when you hear that story, uh, when you hear about this miracle, what comes to mind for you? Awestruck. Awestruck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I it, and I think it's because in verse 16 in the common English it says awestruck. And I was just like, awestruck. Yeah. Rather than fear sees them all. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, when we think about, you know, the idea is is Jesus engaging miracles and um here we definitely have a miracle. Like this is a healing miracle. Like he was dead and now he's alive. Um, I don't know about you, but I, <laughs> I, I have encountered a few miracles in my lifetime uh, through different things, uh, whether it was a medical miracle or, you know, just kind of a lost sheep type thing. I mean, just like, I definitely have seen that. Um, I think the way, um, Jesus engages this is um, kind of a way that we can, um, you know, 
I just to begin to understand the importance of who Jesus is and what he did. And, 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 and even then it's more of a, I want to say presence, but I want to say that there's more to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what strikes me about this particular miracle as opposed to others, I mean, Jesus is bringing somebody back from the dead, um, which he, which he does several times, right? There's there's several instances of of Jesus engaging with people, but almost, well, I don't know if almost always, but in this particular case, nobody asks him to. The 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 widow, the the grieving mother, is not running to Jesus saying, "Please heal my son." Jesus encounters them. He's coming into town. There's a large group of people following him. Um, Jesus is just moving right and he and he enters into this situation as a bystander notices that they're carrying this man out like they're on the funeral procession right and jesus sees them he has compassion says do not weep and raises the man to life um whereas in other miracles we see it's it's somebody pleading to jesus please 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 my child is sick. My child has died. Please come heal them. Please come heal them. Please come heal them. Uh, even with Lazarus, right? It's it's Mary and Martha making the plea. You got it. You you didn't get here on time. What what's going? You know, uh, and even Thomas when let's go. Let's let's go to Lazarus. And there's a plea for it. But here here there's not. We we see Jesus moved with compassion and feeling, and and really living into that fullness of humanity and divinity saying, this is what we're going to do today. Um, I'm present in these moments with these people. Here's what's about to happen. You know, get up and go. And uh, yeah, that that fear, fear seized them. Uh, I love how the common English says it way better. They're awestruck, right? Yeah, they're awestruck. Uh, like they're just... I, I, I almost want ACDC the... to start playing <laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> right. This is where my mind went. Um, you know, I think the one thing is the idea of compassion you know, that the Lord had compassion mm -hmm. for in this situation. And, and it like, and I was trying to think about what would be a good situation for like, how could we uh, have that today? What would that look like for us today? And I can't help but think what happened um, when the uh, recent police shooting video was released. Um, mm -hmm. And, and, and I have to admit, like, I think about, um, the Lord having compassion in that moment, like, what would that look like? Like, and we obviously know what that would look like. They could be healed and he wouldn't have died. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that I kind of imagine the scene that they're walking in to a city, um, and they see this, this processional and they, and he just, he's just overwhelmed with grief, um, mm -hmm. and, and compassion that, because Jesus, I, I always see Jesus as really a empathetic person. And mm -hmm. so he would have felt it like he would have felt it. Mm -hmm. Now, granted you, you say he was the son of God, like that makes sense. But you know, there are people and, and I'll, my youngest is this way, who's very empathetic, who could feel people's feelings, um, mm -hmm. even being in the room with them. And, and I think that this is the, the situation is that here they had this, they have feelings and like, it just was this mm -hmm. kind of this, um, overwhelming feeling. And Jesus right. knew he, he could do something for it. And so he did. Right. Well, and and I think that's an, I yes, I that's a very important note. And I think 
the tag along with that is you have two groups of people here. You have a funeral procession coming out of the city who are deeply grieving and surrounding this widow because she has lost she has lost her son, the person that's likely had been caring for her and supporting her. And then you have Jesus coming down the street really with fanfare, right? There's a crowd following him and they're excited and they're curious and they're wondering what's going to happen. What is he going to say? What is he going to teach? We're here for that, right? They and, and so these two groups converge in, you know, if Jesus is anything but empathetic, he's not moved by this situation. He's he's um, distracted by what's going on behind him, right? He's more in tune with the fanfare behind him than he is with empathy of the person in front of him. And that's what we see here. We see the empathetic Jesus, which I, I agree with you. I don't, I think that is always there. And that's always who, who Christ is with this empathy. And that's why he's moved in this situation. And there's no plea, right? The distraction of the fanfare and the popularity and the, what's he going to do next is gone. That's not on his radar. It's here in, and I've, for me, that I think that teaches us a, a whole lot about the humility of of who we are and who we're called to be uh, as servant leaders in doing our best to ignore, ignore the fanfare, right? Ignore the things that make us feel good and be, in, be present and in tune and empathetic with the hurt and the pains and the grief of the world uh, and hold that celebration and tension. Right. I, I think there's a lot there just in that quick little scene of how you mesh these two groups together. Well, and I think that that's and then definitely you see Jesus operate in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. And I think for us, like, how do we how do we respond to that? I uh -huh. think that it can be as simple as, you know, are we aware of the hurts around us? Um, mm -hmm. And and that, you know, the Frederick Beechner quote on your call, you know, we're. Uh, passion and the world's hurt meat. Um, you know, I think that that's, um, I think that's where sometimes the church misses the boat and that we become so program focused that, um, we forget that there's other things going around us that need to be answered to more so right. than, than anything else that we're doing. Right. So be aware, it's a, it's uh, be aware. Point. Yeah. Be aware how you can uh, be the, I, I always loved uh, Linda Harker. You know, I always used to hear be the hands and feet of Jesus, uh, hands and feet. Um, but one of the things that Linda Harker would always say is be the hands, feet and heart of Jesus or hands, feet and heart of Jesus. And, uh, and I think that that's what we can do this week as you wrestle with that and think about this story and think about how miracles, like not only can you receive miracles, you can also be a miracle for someone. Um, and, and I think that that's definitely a good uh, place to land today. Um, anything else, Zach? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, land in that place of how, how do we go from this, how do we go from here and be present and, and see, see the world around us, see the people around us. So for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. I want you to subscribe and like this video. I put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.